0: Recording in progress That's great I'm fucking stressed Liverpool Playing at the same time I'm an idiot for For their scheduling this now But it's for a good reason Modestus Bukowskis Will be joining us right this second As if by fate he joins us I say his name (laughs) Do I have the power to summon fighters? That's great (laughs) And
1: and Now is the moment you've all been waiting for a new
0: portal in were super necessary
1: Mate, yes, how you How's doing? All oh, good, mate. Good, good,
0: good. Oh, good. Sorry about the little hiccup. Um, no
1: worries, all good, all good.
0: So, um, we know we are looking to uh, let's, let's just get started with this. You know? Yeah, this let's, do it, let's do <laughs> no it, let's do it. So, no as mentioned, we are now joined by the Baltic Gladiator, Mr. Modestus Bakowskis. Thank you very much for joining us today, really appreciate it. No worries, my man. Thank you for having me on. No problem. My pleasure. Going to jump right into it then. So you started your combat sports career in kickboxing, I believe. Um, Were you always planning on moving into MMA from kickboxing?
1: I don't think I was actually planning on moving into MMA at all at one point. Uh, It kind of just, that just seemed to be my path. It kind of just fell into my lap, I guess you could say. Um, I started off doing martial arts and then yeah kind of later on down the line started playing other sports doing other things you know my mom kind of didn't want me to go into combat sports and you know I've just tried other things you know obviously I've been like so strict and like you know as a child like you know you regimented had to do this had to do that had to train had to do this and and compete and um that, you know, I mean, I guess maybe uh, subconsciously I, I needed a bit of a break away from it to try other things, other sports, you know, played basketball, played tennis, played American football, actually went out to America for two years, tried to get a basketball scholarship, didn't work out. And then, yeah, um, as soon as kind of the door closed for me to be a professional athlete in other sports, you know, I thought, you know, well, what am I actually good at here? Um that you know I haven't tried to do and that was uh that was MMA so pretty much I took like a little pretty much a break from 14 to, to 18 and then yeah got straight back into it but obviously the love the love was there straight away. Um I think I've always had a love for it. Um but yeah obviously it just got reignited um when I was 18. You, you mentioned there about you about your mum. No, you know
2: really looking forward to you going in combat sports. What was a reaction when you were like oh this is what I'm good at
1: Uh, Well, I mean, you know, obviously my dad was like a massive influence and still is in my life. So um, I think probably, I don't know, I, you know, does your mom ever want to see your kid get hit in the face or, you know, (laughs) get potentially punched in the face, potentially kicked in the face or whatever, you know, losses and stuff like that. You know, they obviously have to go through that whole roller coaster with you. And, you know, she, she probably expected me to be a banker or, or an accountant or something, you know. And that's why, <laughs> you know, obviously she sent me to private schools and stuff like that. Unfortunately, it didn't, didn't turn out the way that she wanted. But, uh, you know, um, I think now she, she, she gets it. But I think at one point she might have maybe not agreed with certain choices that I made. Um, but I think now she understands it. And obviously, you know, as you get older, you know, you sort of just you learn to understand things a bit more, you know? Yeah. yeah. You, you certainly got a face for banking, haven't you? <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. I'll, t- I'll take that as a compliment, mate. If that's you telling me, oh, you could get that modelling career <laughs> going as well, then I'll take it. <laughs> Go for
2: it, mate. Go for it. Um, so, uh, James mentioned that you uh, Your nicknamed the Baltic Gladiator what's yeah. the uh, the origins of that
1: so obviously as you as you know obviously by the name i'm lithuanian i was actually born there so that's my heritage uh my whole family's from there um and i remember i was just sitting there one day and i'm like i just won the cage warriors belt and i'm like oh i think it was just after i defend i can't remember when it was i think it was just after i defended the belt i'm like kind of thinking to myself everyone keeps asking me oh what's 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 your fight name and stuff like that and i'm and I don't know. I kind of never really thought about it. And then I started, you know, doing polls on Instagram and, and shit like that. And the next thing you know, uh, you know, you get a whole load of crazy different different things. You know, they, they had the, the the Baltic James Bond and stuff like that. <laughs> I've, I've, you know, I've, I've had I've had all sorts. You know, like the incinerator. I'm like, <laughs> where did these even come from? Um, but uh, yeah, then. Actually, uh, a Lithuanian artist, or I think a fan, or I don't know, but he does some sort of like kind of media kind of stuff. He he posts, he reposted a picture that I posted, and he said the Gladiator from the Baltic States, and I was like, I said you got a, quite a catchy little ring to it. And then next thing you know, that's how the uh, Baltic Gladiator was born. And you know, I think it fits well. That's why I've got a, you know a Gladiator on my, on my arm now as well. I think it fits in quite well uh just uh you know just just in terms of the thought of you know keeping on fighting and uh and uh not not letting things put you down and and you know just being a warrior in a way so that, that that's the way I like to live by it and there we go the nickname comes through. Nice,
0: nice, nice. Um so in your last fight you of course unfortunately suffered the injury
1: to your leg. What how how's the recovery been with that? I'm all good man. I'm 100%. I've been doing backflips. I've been <laughs> yeah. you know, launching 40 key, ki- you know, 2 40 40-kilo kettlebells up in the air. I've been, you know, clean and pressing 100 kg. You know, I'm, you know, I'm I'm back, you know, I've been training full on. Uh I've, I've pretty much been good to go since about April. So, yeah. you know, it's just a case of obviously uh finding opponents and and opportunities and the right fit and and stuff like that and uh, yeah, I've just been staying in shape, staying ready, obviously staying a lot leaner than I normally than I normally would. And, uh, yeah, it's just been good. It's just been a nice – it's been a good change of lifestyle. I've been doing all my physio and everything. The knee is absolutely good.
2: Yeah. I always wonder how, like, your Sars and, like, Alan uh, Angolani, is that his name? How, how are you the man it's like, two flips and that? You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> Mate,
1: bro- do you know what? It was actually, I think uh, – it was almost like kind of like, I. it was literally one day, like, you know, in wrestling, you do like all these acrobatic things and you do like these. And I'm thinking, I can do all these flips off my head and stuff like that. And I can't do a backflip. Like what the hell is going on? There's something not right here. And then I just thought one day, why don't I actually just try it? Like I've got a crash mat in my gym at home. So why not like just give it a go? I go backwards all the time anyways. Like surely it shouldn't be too much harder than that. And then literally after about, I think maybe 10 or I say 10 to try and sound cool, but now it's more like, more, 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 more like, more like 20, 20, 30 goes. And I I managed to land on my feet afterwards. So it actually came pretty natural. And then my dad told me like little, little tips and tips of the uh, tricks of the trade, if you will. And then, yeah, I managed to land it. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, and obviously with such a bad knee injury that I had before. Um, I think it's uh, obviously very good. And, uh, yeah, money's actually stronger than it's ever been, so it's good. Yeah. uh, I think
2: you you mentioned on your Instagram, did people say you weren't going to come back from this?
1: Well, yeah, uh, I think it was insinuated that uh, a lot of people thought that, uh, well, it's mad. Put it this way. Uh, You have lots of people supporting you, and I really, you know, it's great. The, The amount of people that are behind you and, you know, tell you, tell you that you you're going to do it and this and that but then I just thought it was quite mad that I then would get a message from from some people and they said oh do you know what I I really I really didn't think that you were going to come back like this is amazing to see your recovery and I'm just like (laughs) so (laughs) on one point of view you're like oh you know you're you're going to come back this is going to be great and then on the other side it's like when I actually did like come back from this injury, everyone's like, "Well fuck <laughs> I actually didn't you know expect to understand they were just doing it more for supportive reasons and and I really do appreciate that it's not it's good to have people like that you know uh being behind you, but at the same time it does show you that you know although people were behind me, they really didn't think it was gonna i mean it was bad it was a bad injury i had a had a bad knee injury ten weeks before the Khalil fight said nothing uh obviously. As a fighter, and you know, having to make money and stuff like that, you sometimes you got to do what you got to do, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I already had it. I actually, you know, I've kept all the MRIs and everything. Like I didn't realize actually how bad it was before I went into the fight. You know, um, so it was my fault for obviously uh, going in there and expecting that, uh, you know, it, it would hold up. And fair play to him because he realized the technical error that I was making, and he capitalized. And uh, you know. Like I say, all respect to him. He's fucking smashing it now. So, um, But yeah, now now I know as well that I'll never go into a fight with an injury again. And, uh, you know, uh, as well, though, in, in a way, the UFC covering the 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 injury as well was absolutely amazing. You know, it's like a very... Yeah. They used stuff that you wouldn't normally use in a knee. And uh, that's why I've come back the way I have. So if it wasn't for the UFC, I, I would not be in such a position that I am now. And now we're back on the combat trail. It's brilliant, that means we like to here? Thank you.
2: Yeah, you. Is it me? Yeah. <laughs> oh fucking no. You can you can tell we've done this for like nearly two years, <laughs> can't you? <laughs> um, so um what we were gonna ask obviously with the oblique kick after it, there was a discussion about it being banned in MMA. Obviously, with yourself being the subject of it, what is your opinion on oblique kicks?
1: Perfectly legal. If Good. We're allowed <laughs> knees, kicks, spinning heel kicks to the head. We're allowed to elbow you in the face. Um, we're allowed to choke you unconscious. Uh, I understand that a knee, you know, but we've we've seen it. We've seen people pop their elbows out with arm bars and not tapping and, and stuff like that. You know, it was my job to defend the kick. I didn't, so he he you know he did what he had to do fair play to him um you know let's say for example money was hundred percent could I have withstood it maybe who who knows who knows you know we've seen those oblique kicks before we've yeah. seen people's knees get blasted with those even with like hundred percent knees as well but it's the fight game man avoid it you know um, he did well to time it so fair play to him so uh, you know it just means that my defenses will be better. And, uh, you know, people just have to watch out for these kicks, but they're not, they're not easy to land, you know? Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you saw, but in the fight, I dodged his first one. And the yeah. reason why he connected was because I, I put all my weight on my front foot to jab. So, you know, why make it illegal? Because, like you know, like I say, you don't, you don't see those things happen often. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, like, <laughs> at the end of the day, it's fighting, man. You've got to, yeah. you've got to defend it. So, Fair play to him as well. I I say say. If we
0: I mean if we're gonna be banning things that may cause injury, then we've got to we've got to, you know, ban people blocking leg kicks. Do you know mm. what I mean? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Exactly. It's a Sorry. it's a crazy notion, but it, yeah. like like Keaton said, it did cause a debate at the time. And mm. I think it's I think it's because they are so rare and you don't you don't see them that often now it probably did cause that debate if they were more regular, it, it wouldn't have been a question, would it? So
1: yeah, and then it's mad because you see all these people in the UFC then just fucking blasting out oblique kicks like it's nobody's <laughs> business. I'm like, okay, well, I guess this started a, a bit of a trend now. Yeah. They're like, Oh, yeah. huh, this is what could happen. Mm, let me try it now.
0: <laughs> Clearly, not everyone kicks like a uh, Khalil Roundtree. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly, exactly. Man's a beast.
0: <laughs> yeah, he is he's she's, she's he's immense um so you mentioned obviously the journey that you've sort of been on with the recovery and everything uh you mentioned that you know full of ups and downs twists and turns have you learned anything about yourself through this journey and through the through the recovery
1: a hell of a lot man i mean for me to go over all of that like i wouldn't i wouldn't even be able to put it within like 20 minutes it's like freaking half an hour hour do you know what i mean like but to, to cut it short, basically, I mean, you, you learn a lot about yourself. Um, You learn about your mental fortitude. Uh, You learn how to adapt even more so than what I had. I've learned to become more more open-minded with certain things with different parts of my training. Um, You know, I've learned that, you know, some people uh, you know, they, they, they may say that they're like all good and they're amazing and then really that they're not and, you know, and stuff like that. And, but I mean, realistically, um, and you know, I've, I've like I said, I, I can't even put it like there's just so many things like literally my mind just explodes when I think about actually how many things I've learned from this injury and this whole experience. And uh, one thing is for sure, I'm never going to make the mistakes that I've made again, just because it's been such a painful experience, not only physically, but mentally and emotionally as well. So, uh, you know but i think i've become a much more all-rounded human being uh not only in combat sports but in just in all general areas of life and i'm very thankful for that because you know i'm literally at the strongest point you know that i've ever been as a human being and i, I almost feel annoyed in a way that i have to say oh i'm 28 and i've learned these things but i guess you never really know when you're going to when you when you're going to learn some people learn earlier some people learn later but doesn't matter when you learn it the point is that you do learn it so uh yeah man um even just different different ways of uh, just just so many different things and and this will become very evident when I fight again um you know all the all the different things that I've been that have been learning to 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 try and adapt and and to be able to add to this new level of MMA that's coming through so it's good man I'm I'm I'm, I'm excited it's a very exciting time um I had to battle a lot of things definitely mentally you know fighters talk about depression and stuff like that it is real mm. <laughs> it is real um you know there's definitely very very dark times um and sometimes you feel like you can never get out it's like a it's like a hole that's too high for you to climb out of you know and you just feel like you're just stuck there um but you know i think with good people around me you know my family and stuff like that um and slow gradual progression every single day um I'm able, i was able to get out of it and uh as soon as you start seeing things coming into fruition and come into light and you push negative things out of your life and then bring in the positive and bring in the things that are going to help you and, and push you forward mate it's so it's i'm glad that everything's went the way that it has um because it's going to make everything that's going to happen even that much sweeter
2: yeah seems like a uh, patience as well was was one thing that was the big the big thing there
1: a hundred percent and not only during this injury but I should have been patient at the beginning of 2020 but I wasn't you know and uh it's all about go 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 you know you you win your first fight everything's crazy and then just jump into another fight and jump in here and you know, not really making, you know, tactical, strategical, smart, you know, decisions and, and stuff like that. Um, you know, at the end of the day, you've got to believe in yourself. I think that's one big key factor in this whole MMA game. You've got to have self-belief, but as well, you got to... And although the skill set may be there, but maybe mentally you're not quite ready and you, you need, you know, your journey has to take a little bit longer, you know, and it's like you said, patience, man. I think... Um, Patience is definitely a virtue, and it's definitely something that um, I've learned. You just need to, you just need to embrace and and and, and go with it, and uh, you know, do do things the right way. You know, like Paddy, he, he turned down the UFC twice, for example. I don't think I I was impatient with signing with the UFC. I think I was just impatient with my selection of opponents. So, um, you know, and like I said, it's just because I believe in myself, and you know what, I believe myself even more. More now because my skill level has gone up tenfold, and um, like I said, I'm just looking forward to get back out there.
2: Yeah, definitely, mate. Um, do we still have time?
1: <clears throat> uh yeah, yeah, we've got about five ten minutes, I reckon. Yeah, perfect.
2: Um, so our next one for you then. Um, obviously you started out at middleweight. and um, what was the decision behind moving up?
1: <clears throat> <laughs> I literally would have to cut an arm off to make middleweight <laughs> that's that's where the decision came from <laughs> i thought bloody hell what would make me lighter oh just take this arm away and then there you go um like literally um i got an injury in uh december of 2016 and i like everyone noticed i had a massive long layoff uh in between my last fight where I lost and then I came back to cage warriors again and, and then I went on my win streak. Um, and, um, sorry, what, what was the question again? I just went off on a little bit of a tangent.
2: <laughs> Your decision to move to uh, late. <laughs> uh, right, sorry, sorry, I, 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 I went off, I
1: went off on a tangent there. My, my mind just literally goes all over the place. Um, uh, yeah. Anyway. So, yeah. So, um, in between that time, like I was getting prepared, to, to fight at middleweight and I got myself down to that, that level of leanness that I needed to be and then you know all of a sudden I got injured and then as I was coming back through the injury and me and my dad we we, we did strength and condition we, we had already started a strength and conditioning program but we started doing it even more so and then with the injury you're doing everything from sitting down and then like I was probably building muscles that I never thought I really had, like, you know, from sitting and doing all these adaptations, which is why during this injury is very easy for me to train because, you know, I'm so grateful to have my dad there because he can just adapt to anything. And even for me, just for myself. And, uh, yeah, like honest to God, but I look at pictures of me, like even a couple of years ago, I'm like, man, I'll, like I swear to God, I looked like a hamster that just stuffed his cheeks with nuts or something. Like honestly, it was it was like a complete different like transformation for me. Like um I I just think I, I like I filled out, I was getting stronger, and then my my weight naturally went up. If you think about it, I was like 20, I must have been not even twenty-three yet. I think my body like naturally filled out and developed yeah. by you know. 20 you know 20 get going into 24 you know 25 sort of territory so um yeah man like i say i think i think it was just uh tactical because i just there would be no way i could make middleweight and even though now like when, when i make light heavyweight like sometimes i wake up on the morning and don't even do a water cut and i make weight but if i was to try and you told me then you have to do a water cut and you have to do middleweight. I'll be like, hell nah, 20 pounds, no chance. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? So, uh, I don't even know where the hell it will come from. So, um, so yeah, man, it's just, I think as your body naturally fills out, you just, you just learn, You, 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 you feel your body, you see, you see how it adapts to certain stimuluses. And when you get down to a level of leanness that you're happy with, and you know, I get quite lean, but when I'm like at that particular like leanness, it's like, you know, I I definitely wouldn't like at that point, you can then see, can I drop with water? No chance to middleweight. So, uh, that already started quite early. So I've just kept that going. Yeah. Yeah,
0: definitely. And with you saying that then as, have you ever thought about moving
1: up to heavyweight or would that be a bit too much? Um, probably now it would be, (laughs) but, um, (laughs) I mean, if it was a, if a last minute opportunity came up and I was a little bit, you know, a little bit heavier, I could definitely fight heavy. I definitely feel I'll be faster at the division. I'll still be strong. I fought heavyweights before or sparred of heavyweights. So, um, you know, I, I don't think it, it would be a move that I would ever not consider. Uh, everything would have to be right. You know, the stars would have to align contractually and and all sorts of other things. Um, but, yeah, I'm happy at light heavyweight for the minute. Yeah.
2: Um. So as you you mentioned there, you you the former cage warriors champ. Um. The promotion obviously continues to grow from strength to strength. You know the recently had the uh, 20th anniversary. Um. Mm. Not too long ago. Do you keep like tabs on cage warriors and what do you make of their growth?
1: I think they've done absolutely amazing. They're they're a great promotion. Um. <laughs> they're doing load loads of really loads of really good things. Um. Like I say, I I don't think I was necessarily promoted till I became champion. Which, understandably, as business goes, you know, I I didn't I didn't uh, I didn't follow through with my first fight for the promotion, and then and then I managed to go on this win streak. So, you know, look at the end of the day, they're doing amazing, and I and I think they're going to continue to grow and continue to build uh, great European talent. It'll be a great platform for guys, and even like you know. Uh, Eastern European countries to be able to find a place to get them to the big show to get them because it gives them their chance, you know. If you beat one of the hometown lads, you, you're going to get noticed, yeah. Um, so yeah, it's a great promotion, but um, you know, if if you're talking, you know, are you looking at promotions if oh, are you probably going to go back there? And uh, look, at the end of the day, I'll go where my manager who, it's his birthday today, so happy birthday to him. <laughs> Uh, Jason, you know, wherever he tells me to go, whatever he tells me to do, I'll do. Cause he's looking after my career. He's going to do what he thinks is best for me. And that's where I'll go. So, uh, yeah, like I say, um, as a personal decision, uh, like to, 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 to go back there, I mean, pfft, at the end of the day, whatever's given to me, I'll take, you know, so I'm ready for wherever it is, but it's not like I'm like rushing to go anywhere. I'm just like, okay, see the options see what we have lined up next and we go forward. Yeah. Absolutely.
0: Um, so final question then mate. So you have been teasing the comeback a little bit uh on social media and stuff like that. And we know a lot of people are going to be excited for it. Um it, I, I so you mentioned like Cage What is maybe possibly if the opportunities, right to have have there been discussions with some of the bigger promotions like uh, you know the likes of Bellator and yeah, uh, these days.
1: Yeah, there, there have been there, let's just say there have been discussions. Uh we did uh we have landed on certain things that fell through, but um yeah, we're looking we're looking for we're looking for a return soon. Just just keep your eyes peeled is all I'll say. Um obviously I wouldn't be in this great of a shape if I didn't think there'll be an opportunity coming soon. Nothing's done no there's no deal signed or anything like that uh but we're working on something so you guys will probably know within the next month what's going to be my next move in my career um and uh yeah let's just say that i'm ready to put on a show um i feel like a lot of people have already started forgetting about me and it's now about time for me to start reminding them you know so uh i'm looking forward to it and uh yeah like i say i'll just keep Keep all you lot posted. Um, I'll, I'll as everything happens, as contracts get signed and this and that, I'll let everyone know on social media. But this year, I mean, I'm definitely going to be looking to have at least two fights. So that's what we have in the works.
0: There you go. We Sounds can't goes, wait. We <laughs> certainly can't wait. It's, it's, <laughs> like I said, I think some people have started to forget about you, and uh, it's about time we that you get a chance to remind them exactly who you are so we can't wait we'll be keeping our eyes out uh and we we just can't wait so look thank you very much for your time modestus it's been a pleasure um like you said keep an eye out on the socials for that news about his career we can't wait to
1: see you back in action and yeah it's gonna be great mate thank you guys so much you two are top lads uh amazing fellas i really enjoyed talking to you and, uh, yeah, I really am looking forward to putting on a show for both of you when the time's right. You too, mate. We appreciate your waste. time. My guys, listen, you guys have an absolutely amazing weekend. And, uh, yeah, I'll catch you a lot soon. You too, easy, mate. Thank you. All right. Take care, guys. Yeah. Right.
0: So that was... super necessary.